you for joining me for another Sunday Afternoons with Reverend Lucretia. I'm so glad you're here. And so the name of today's talk is Resentments Equal Reliving the Past. And the song is New Day by Danny Gokey. If you would like to listen to the song before you hear the talk, just go ahead and click on the link. It will be down below in the description. So we're going to be talking about the fact that we are living in the past when we're experiencing resentments. We are stuck on a loop. We are playing the same tape over and over and over again, but we have a choice. We don't have to replay it. We can come down to allowing ourselves to choose to feel the emotion so that we can move on. Learning how to come back to the present. And the easiest way that you can come back to the present is through your five senses. So ask yourself, what am I smelling? What am I touching? What am I hearing? Use your five senses. Look around you. What am I seeing? To bring yourself right back here to the present moment. We'll be talking about that. It's a combination of learning to live in the present, learning how to feel the feelings and not run away from them, understanding the need to reprogram our mind and our body. And we will be talking about the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza on how to do that. And then the final piece is turning it over to God and releasing it. So Florence Scovelshin, you know, I talk about her a lot. We used a lot of her references in the conversation about words and how important words are. She has a quote that says, I cast this burden of resentment on the Christ within and I go free to be loving, harmonious, and happy. So the goal is to have this great understanding and expectation that we can be free from the past. We don't ever have to live it over and over and over again. So before we go any further, let's just go ahead and listen to the lyrics of the song. Again, it's by Danny Gokey. It's called New Day. Wake up and breathe in deeper than yesterday. Take on the morning like your soul's been remade. Roll down the windows, let your cares fly away. Good things are yours to claim. You don't have to wait. All across the sky, new mercies rise and the future's bright. This is a new day. Everything bursting with hope, coming alive. This moment, moment, you've got a freedom. No looking back anymore. Open your eyes, it's coming, coming. It's a new day. The old has gone away. This is a new day, don't let it slip away. Go on and reignite impossible dreams. Become the one you never thought you could be. So, you know, I talk about my morning meds all the time and all the affirmations I use. That song is one of the songs that I actually listen to every single day. So we're going to be talking about how important it is to release the past and move on. So first we're going to start out with the work of Sunny Sharma and she he talks about the fact that as long as you're trying to manifest a new reality and a new consciousness while trying to carry on the burden of these resentments and limiting beliefs and ideas, he says it's like pressing the gas pedal and the brake at the same time. You're just never gonna get anywhere. We get stuck in our emotions, beliefs, and thoughts. Letting it go is the same as letting it be. It's the same as acceptance. It's the same as surrender and going with the flow. The feelings of anger and resentment come up to the surface and the emotions perpetuate the thoughts. The thoughts and the emotions feed into each other, but what we need to remember is that it's all mind. And we talk all the time about how we actually do have control over our mind. People try to distract themselves or suppress their feelings, telling themselves that they're not feeling the way they do. They try to force themselves not to feel while still being focused entirely on the story. This person did this to me. This person said that to me. If this happened, it means that I'm not worthy. They get caught up in whatever thoughts they are imposing on themselves. So it's time to start a new practice. 
allow the emotion to be there instead of running away or thinking about why you're experiencing it. Simply give your full attention to the emotion and be present. Allow yourself to experience the emotion for what it is without labeling it. It's just a feeling. It's impersonal. Once you label it resentment, automatically your mind kicks into overdrive. So we know that resentment is a bad thing and we try to always get away from it. We try to run from it, fight against it, and avoid it. When the emotion arises, put your mind to the side just for this one moment and experience it without passing any interpretation, label, or judgment. The emotion just is. Can you just for the moment allow yourself to experience the sensations that are arising? Disconnect from the story of whatever you feel resentment about. Get out of the loop or you will create your own misery. What has happened is over. It's in the past. Let go of the story. Divert your thoughts back to the neutral sensation of now. And again, that's when you use that time to connect with all of your senses, your five senses, and get yourself back into the present moment. Just like watching a movie, allow what is on the screen to be on the screen. Just for now, stop judging, fighting, or clawing against the images on the screen. Can you just for now tune in fully to the experience? Let go of the labels, just feel how it feels, see the sensations in your body, understand that your breathing may get faster, your heart rate may get faster, there may be a tightness in your stomach or in your chest, there may be some tingling sensations in your body. Just allow yourself to tune in and not run away. Even if there's discomfort, don't even label it discomfort, just experience it as it is. When you allow yourself to be with what it is, whatever is arising, Fully acknowledge and experience. Don't have any agenda. Let it be, no judgment. The energy of the emotion just starts to dissolve and the emotion passes. There is an entire energy shift. The emotion passes through you and the nature of your thoughts will change. It's like a radio frequency. Change frequency to a different radio station without judgment or interpretation. Don't set a time to see the results. So don't say, I'm gonna just get through this experience and then in 10 minutes, I'm gonna move on. Let it be whatever it is. Let it take as long as it takes. No longer distract yourself or have resistance which creates a negative charge which clings on and affects your vibration. Make it a habit to allow yourself to fully feel whatever it is that is coming up. Set your mind aside and experience through neutral observation. Emotions come and go, and that way you can just remain in balance. So we're going to move on and talk a little bit about the work of the Venerable Tenzin Sepal. And she says resentment is actually an anger. Every moment of resentment is a moment of anger. Resentment is a persistent feeling of ill will due to some past harm, a refusal of letting go of that thought of harm. How many times am I willing to harm myself by calling it to mind? So resentment comes with a form of identity. I am a person who has been wronged. Therefore, I am justified in my resentment. We may feel harmed. What we really wanted was some consideration, maybe some respect or compassion or empathy. And when we don't get what we want, we respond with anger. 
Anger and resentment comes at a very high cost. When we close our hearts to one person, because we can't just do that selectively, we end up closing our hearts to everyone and all of our relationships end up being impacted by that choice. So when you make that choice to close down your heart, remember that it's gonna affect each and every single person that you're coming into contact with. It's painful to maintain a closed heart. The words against all of our goals, it works against everything that we are trying to achieve. Bring the thoughts of the mind, uh, to your mind of the person and situation. What thoughts are you thinking? Are you thinking about revenge? Just understand that that's not helpful at all. Sometimes we hold on to resentments for a really, really long time. Do some mental inventory and find them lurking in the back of your mind so that you can do the work of thinking about them, experiencing them as we just talked about, and then releasing them and letting them go. Think about preventing anger altogether. You have to be so familiar with the disadvantages that we don't want to go near it. Develop new patterns of patience, compassion, and loving karma. People who have harmed us did what they did to us because they thought it was going to bring them some satisfaction. So if you can understand that they made that choice because they were looking out for their old self-interest, that may give you the ability to be a little bit more compassionate with them and help us open our hearts up again. They did it for a reason. They thought they needed to do it so that they could be okay. Understanding how much anger and resentment harm us is also very, very powerful. So just understand that it's a bigger deal when you hold on to the resentment than it is than you think it is. She says it's like holding on to two hot coals and expecting them to burn somebody else. She says, I tell myself, drop it. You're just burning yourself. You know, we have an analogy here about the fact that it's like you're drinking poison expecting the other person to die. But she uses that analogy of the two coals, which I think is perfect because then you can tell yourself, just drop it. Resentments come from our own expectations that weren't met. When I recognize that, then I can take responsibility for the expectations. So you may have set something up in your mind that has absolutely nothing to do with reality. You may have told yourself something's going to happen when you had absolutely no reason to believe that was actually going to happen. So then you have to take responsibility for that part. Your own unmet needs that you wanted people to meet standards. So sometimes we set some very high standards of, uh, for ourselves. And we also think that everybody else should meet those very high standards. And when they don't meet those standards, we get very angry and disappointed in them. And we can start having a resentment about that. So develop a level of compassion. Understand that when someone has harmed you, you have also harmed other people. So understand that they did it for their own self-interest, but you also have the capacity to harm other people. You would want them to show you compassion. So understand that you need to also show them compassion. Stop being angry. It has nothing to do with the other person. It has to do with your own mind. When I let go of resentment, I'm the person who benefits and I'm actually much happier because I'm not living in the past. In meditation, call to mind the resentments. Imagine letting them go, letting them float away, releasing them all, feeling the lightness and the beautiful feeling that comes over you when you are free of the burden of carrying all of that resentment. So we're going to talk a little bit about scripture because there is some uh, references to the bad feelings in there as well. Ephesians 4.31 says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. 1 Corinthians 13.4, love is patient, love does not envy or boast, it is not arrogant or rude, it does not insist on its own way, it is not irritable or resentful. 
Hebrews 12:15. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled. Leviticus 19:18. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. We hear that all the time. Psalm 37:8. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. Amos 1.11, Thus saith the Lord, I will not revoke their punishment, because he pursued his brother with the sword, and cast off all pity, and his anger tore perpetually, and he kept his wrath forever. That anger tore perpetually and kept his wrath forever. That's a perfect description of resentment. And Job 5.2, Resentment kills a fool, and envy slays the simple. So I just wanted to have some scriptural references in there. So we're going to have to do a little bit about science. We're going to be talking about the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. And yes, he is the person who was involved in The Secret, that incredible movie that came out and book that came out many, many years ago. And he has come to the point where he has written many, many books about the science of the mind and how the body and the emotions are psychobiologically changed by the feelings and thoughts that you have. So everything you do and feel starts with a thought. You must have a thought to initiate action. Are you going to be defined by the vision of the future or the memories of the past? Most people wake up, start thinking about their problems, and the moment they do, they start turning on these circuits. Those memories are actually causing them to think in the past. Memories have emotions associated with them. Emotions are products of past experiences. So thoughts are the language of the brain and feelings are the language of the body. How you think and feel creates a state of being. Most people get stuck in their biology. Your body reflects the unconscious mind. It doesn't know the difference between an experience that is created by an emotion in the here and now, and the experience that is created by an emotion that happened in the past. It can't actually tell a difference between that. So you're stuck thinking in the past. The lens of the future is colored by the past, so you can't possibly see new possibilities. You keep thinking the same thoughts, and those thoughts fire circuits in the brain, and nerve cells that fire together wire together. You start getting hardwired, and these thoughts from the past are the ones that you are able to think most clearly. And so we've talked about it before, it's kind of like a record with the groove, so the more the needle goes over and over and over, the groove gets dark, uh, deeper and deeper and deeper. And so what we're saying is that these thoughts that wire together fire together and become hardwired, so it's more easy for you to think about the past and to be living in the past than you to be living in the future. Thoughts produce chemicals and we feel those chemicals as emotions. The body becomes accustomed to living in these same emotions over and over and over again. So past emotional traumas rewire our brain and we create hardwired patterns in our minds. The stronger the emotion you feel from some event in your life, whether it's a betrayal or a trauma or resentment, the more altered your body feels. The more you pay attention, your brain creates memories. You create long-term memories from these strong emotional events. Research says that 50% of what we talk about in our past isn't even true. We make up stuff about the past, not, not on purpose, but because we just can't remember it all accurately. And people are reliving a life that they didn't even have. They're feeling resentments over and over about distorted memories. Where you put your attention is where you place your energy. 
the stronger the emotion about the negative person or situation, the more you're paying attention to it, you're giving that power away to the other person. It could be that painful emotions, but at least they are familiar for you, you can predict them. So some people would rather live in the familiar than change, do all of the work of changing so that they don't have to live in the past anymore. 95% of the thoughts we think are subconscious programs. We're not even conscious of them. So the way that you change all this is that you start to observe these thoughts that you are no longer the program. Once you start observing them, then you're not the program. You're taking your power back. Then you are consciousness changing. Change is uncomfortable. It's easier to just distract yourself. Change requires becoming uncomfortable, leaving the known and stepping into the unknown. What thoughts do you want to concentrate on? So that's where we talk about the uh, morning meditation that we do, all of our affirmations that we do. This is our way of reprogramming our brain and rewiring the circuitry in our brain. Most people are waiting for their life to change so that they can feel abundance and gratitude and whole. Most people are conditioned to believe that something outside them will take away all of their emptiness. Start teaching your body emotionally what the future will look like. You've got to start becoming conscious of your unconscious thoughts, noticing how you act and how you speak. And we talk all the time about how important it is, the words that you use. Start to make small changes. New thoughts equal a new choice equal new behavior. New experience equals new emotions. You're teaching your body chemically to understand what your mind intellectually understands. Otherwise, you will just keep reliving the past. When a person really decides to be defined by a vision of the future instead of a memory of the past, the hardest part is becoming conscious and not making the same unconscious choices. And I just want to reiterate how I talk all the time about first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, you change your thought pattern. Just like he said, when you wake up in the morning, you tend to automatically think about your problems and you think about what's happened in the past that you need to be dealing with today. Instead of saying, today's a brand new day, today's a clean slate, do all those affirmations first thing in the morning and last thing at night. Right before you go to sleep, you need to put yourself in a mind state where you're putting in new thoughts so you're rewiring your brain in a new kind of way. If you lower the volume of the anger and the emotions and the resentment, you take the attention off of the person, you break those energetic bonds, and now you've taken your power back. So that's one of the things we need to keep concentrating on. So we've talked about the need to allow the feelings to come, and as we do come back to the present moment through our five senses. The fact is, it is our minds, this resentment. And we can observe the thoughts and start to release the emotional weight of the thoughts by becoming an observer. And we've learned how our thoughts create emotions chemically and how important it is to rewire our thoughts and our patterns. So a few weeks ago, I received an email which reminded me of a long-held resentment and I was astonished how fast I could return to the anger and start looping and looping the conversation over and over again. Within minutes, I was replaying the uncomfortable conversations. I was endlessly looping in my mind. I could feel my body react. I could feel my heart getting faster. I could feel myself becoming anxious and unhappy and the adrenaline flowing through me. I was replaying old conversations over and over in my mind so that I could justify the immense amount of anger that I still had so that I could say that they were wrong and I was right. I was stunned how long this went on and how upset I got. 
I started praying and light bulbs started going off in my mind and I started understanding that I had a choice. I could give this resentment and obsession to God and I could ask for help. It's like turning on a blender. Once it starts, all of the emotions get churned up and mixed together and it just keeps cycling until we turn the blender off. For me, once I gave it to God, I took the power away from all of that negative energy. I said, okay, God, you need to handle this. I can't handle it. I'm giving it to you. I trust you. I know that it's not beneficial for me to stay in this state of mind anymore, and I want to get past it. I had a choice. I could do it with the feelings and understand that it was painful to be so at odds with someone I loved so much. And to understand that if the relationship was solid, we would find a way to work through these unpleasant emotions. I understand that it's not about who is right or wrong. It's about accepting we are both humans and doing the best that we can, and there is no need or advantage to assigning blame. I understand I can turn it over to God and release the problem, fully expecting that a solution will come. The most remarkable outcome was the immense and overwhelming sense of freedom that I don't ever have to relive this conversation. I don't ever have to go through this loop over and over and over again. I can make a choice to let it go. The holding on to resentment and the reliving the past was only causing me harm and accomplishing nothing. So resentments really are about feeling again, over and over and over again, feeling again. And they break us. We need to understand how important it is. Most of all, we need to understand that the thoughts and feelings are about something that is happening in the past and that we do have a choice. So I came up with this. I don't ever have to relive the past again. It's over. And I can't tell you, it just was this immense sense of freedom. It literally was like a light bulb just went off and I was like, oh my God, I don't have to do this. I can let go of this. I can just say I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. Resentments really are about living again in the past. I thought how amazing the truth is that I have a choice. I can stop the looping, obsessing, blaming, judgmental, holding on to anger. I don't have to run from my feelings. I can say that was truly awful, but it's over now and I won't keep replaying the old tape. I said, I ask you, dear God, to remove this resentment from my mind, clear the slates so I can be like a newborn. Thank you, dear God, for the insights, love and healing. Thank you for giving me back the power of my mind. Remember at all times, the power is in you. It always has been and it always will be. Thank you so very much. If you want to find more about the work that I do, just visit my website, lostinsideministry.com, and I send you on your way with many blessings. Take care.